Honestly, this is one of this is in some of your mission. I'm really excited. And I know that we're getting some people up on stage, so we will um, get our speakers up and probably get started here in a minute or two. Hey, guys. Hello. 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 Hey, everyone. Hi, Maya. Nice, nice to talk to you. You too. Is your mom around as well? Um, yeah, but she's working. Would you like her to come on? No, no, no. I just wanted to say hi. That's all. Nothing crazy. We'll get started here in just one second. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm getting some tweets out. Um, let the room fill up and we'll get going for sure. How's your day going, Maya? It's going great. I actually was able, I haven't worked out in a while since school, so I was able to go on a quick jog. And so I, I did like half a mile. Are you getting swole, Maya? Is that what you're telling us? Is that? Hopefully. That's the game plan. And I have soccer trouts later today and tomorrow. So I haven't worked out in a week. Oh. So. Man, you got to get your training up. You got to be hitting those those ladders. You got to be getting the agility up. You got to be hitting the Are weights. Are you a freshman, Maya? Yeah, well, um, in a couple of months, I'll be a sophomore. So, Oh, so you're auditioning for like the new school year. Oh, it's actually it's actually like apart from uh, the school sports, it's competitive soccer. And so we have tryouts today. And I awesome. took ACL, so I haven't played right. sports in like a couple months. <laughs> right. And we're going to we're going to talk about that as well because that torn ACL definitely changed your life. So, <laughs> um, Nick, just let me know when you're ready to record. We're ready when you are. All right. Hello, guys. Welcome to Web 37. Today, we're talking with artist on the rise, Maya Parker. She is a 15-year-old NFT artist, and she is quickly gaining traction in the Twitter spaces and in the NFT space as well. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And, you know, Ezra uh, mentioned that you we're always on Twitter spaces, always asking really thoughtful questions. And that's something that we really admire about you. And you did mention that you tore your ACL and that is what you mentioned before is kind of how you got started in your journey. You wanted something to fill that gap. Could you tell us the story of how that all happened? Yeah, it's actually really crazy. And and I guess I'll just say that what I learned from it was that like everything happens for a reason. So actually, I like kind of partially tore my ACL a couple months before I actually like completely tore it. So I hadn't been actually really haven't been doing sports for like a whole year. And that's kind of crazy because I've been doing sports all my life. I've done gymnastics, track, soccer and all of these different things that usually like fill my time. But August of 2021, so like last year, very recently, I actually completely tore my ACL in a soccer game. And that was the beginning of a school year. And so, you know, a lot of the times when people or when kids at least tear their ACL or can't play sports, they go on the wrong path. And that's like a pattern that I noticed. And I was like, I, that's not going to happen. So I do a lot. Of, I like a lot of different things. And I and I'm curious about a lot of different things. And I, I check it out and try it. Uh, but since I didn't have to do like sports after school to like eight o'clock, I was able to learn more about like 
NFTs, which I had recently uh, got into, um, actually because Zachary Cox, uh, we were in stocks two years ago, two and a half years ago, and he gifted he we we would always be talking about our investments, and he gifted me um, an NFT like at the same time. So from there, August of 2021, I've just been learning about NFTs and and uh, how to invest in them and all of that. And it was just because I got gifted one from him. And then uh, January 1st of 2022, so the beginning of this year is when I actually like started uh, my NFT collections and I've been able to uh, be very successful with that as well. And you mentioned two years ago, so when you were 13 years old, you were already doing stocks then? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I was doing wow. stocks and documenting my journey, my journey on YouTube, and I got like a, a good following from that. I got like 1K followers, and so I was able to meet some very uh, smart people. And one of those was Zachary Cox, which is also uh, a 14 year old. He's a 14 year old, and he was in stocks and investing. And we would talk about our investments on like Discord and Twitter. Got it, got it. And which NFT was the one that he gifted you? Yeah, I don't recommend this NFT, but I mean, it's amazing, <laughs> but it's a slacker duck pond. And I like the art, but I mean, uh, it's I think it's a rug pull, so I don't recommend it. Got it. That is a rite of passage in the space. My One of my first NFTs was a rug pull, not the very first one. My very first one was World of Women, so it's very lucky about that. Um, I see Nyla in the audience. Really happy to see these young queens together. <laughs> we love uplifting you guys both. I love both of you guys. Um, it was such a shame that we didn't get to see you at VCon. Were you able to connect with any of the 137 team at VCon? Yeah, I was able to connect with, I don't remember his name, but it was it was one person that I uh, met and he was really nice and friendly. And But I saw like everyone on the 1.37 p.m. team, like, always, like, rocking the merch. Actually, when I went to the airport, I saw someone. I was just too shy to say anything because he's, like, a grown-up. <laughs> oh, my God. I wonder if it was Nick. I'm just kidding. I don't know. It could have been. I mean, on my way to uh, VCon, I was wearing my 1.37 stuff, so could have been, you know. Are you a grown-up, Nick? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't consider myself a grown-up. I'm, I'm pretty... Uh, I can be pretty childish in a lot of... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what is um, the inspiration for your one-of-one -one work, Maya? Yeah, I feel like um, everyone... Like, art is just something that you create uh, that's new and different, like, usually when you're trying to solve your own problems. But so my artwork is basically all inspired by experiences. So I have two ways that I create it. So the first way is, like, usually I'm, like... I, I, I'm, I just experienced something, and so I'm trying to explain it. And I feel like artists, they're actually gifted with the ability to communicate in a different way, which is through art, cause, because they may, may not be able to communicate through words as well. So anyways, I try and communicate like uh, the, key learn, the key lessons learned from that experience that I just had. And that's like how the first way I create art. And the second way is like I'm just most of the time, which – is like I'm bored and that's usually at school and so I'm just doodling something and then I know where I'm like oh this reminds me of this experience I had and so those are like the two ways I create and then I just create it from that experience so those are the two ways I create art and it's just from experiences and I try and inspire people with my artwork so like uh, the key lessons learned through the experiences and then I understand a lot of people may not uh, communicate through art or understand it as much because they're blessed to like learn through words and communicate through words. And so 
I also have like a little like maybe a quote or something in a lot of my art pieces to like so we can cater to everyone everyone can like understand what I'm trying to say and, and that's what I do with my art and you mentioned making art out of experiences could you share one of them yeah so one of them is like I, I so there's one where like I just saw a tweet it was a really cool quote and so I created it an art piece from that quote and another one was like I was so it was actually a robot Roboto's derivative oh that was like the art piece but I added some really cool things in it and it was basically about like my torn ACL and like how a lot of people they they wouldn't they they're not going to um do the right thing after they can't play sports because so in school it's like a couple of gifts it's like all the sport athletes and then maybe what people consider weird people and then smart people so everyone's really trying to be popular with the sports people and so they just do they then they try and do bad things to get attention and so I just like all these patterns I noticed about that I created an art piece about like how everyone may like feel like a robot and like they have to do this or they won't be successful or liked or loved and so I was trying to tell people through that art piece that that's that you can do other things like how I've been able to do like actually spend my time doing something good and like turning it turning my kind of ACL my um injury what look kind of bad into a good thing and so that's like two examples I love it and it's a very common thing in middle school and high school just to feel like you have to follow what everyone else is doing and even then it never ends as well even in the NFT space we see a lot of people blindly following whatever's in hype and I'm glad that you were able to express that in such a artistic way of how we're kind of like robots and I remember when I was applying for college in high school it it, it felt like we were all on a conveyor belt you know and so um, I'm really glad you brought that up I see that Azra pinned one of your pieces could you tell us about that one yeah, that one I was just like doodling because I'm not I don't really create a lot of side profile profiles, but like I doodled that one, uh, trying to like see how I could create or like express African Americans, like because their hairstyles are really hard to actually draw, uh, for me at least. And so I was trying to like experiment a little bit, and that's just someone from my school, one of my friends, and uh, I just kind of drew them in in that way. But it's really hard for me to uh, do African American like art. Uh, as well as like side profiles. And so that's that experience. How does being an African-American woman in general in this space, how does that inspire you to show who you are and kind of give room for other women and other African-American women, as well as people of color in the space, some love and some attention? Yeah, so I feel like a lot of the uh, more popular NFT collections or they don't really have like females in it, um, or they don't have like uh, our color skin, our skin color. So they don't really have brown skin. And so I try. I at first I kind of followed that path, or I didn't really follow that path. I just created random creatures with different colors. But um, then I started to do more of like our colors, just so people could know like I'm Af- I'm an African American and I love like what we look like and stuff like that. And so I started to do that more. And I think that's just inspirational because you, you can see like people actually think it's very beautiful. What we look like is very beautiful. And so that's kind of why I wanted to uh, actually sh- like create people with our color instead of just like creating these random creatures with different colors. So uh, I think so we could our skin colors could be loved more and 
um, as well as like an African-American in the space, I actually feel like it may have been harder to get in because of where I come from and the fact that I'm an African-American. But once you get in, it's actually pretty welcoming. I can only count on my fingers like maybe three times, maybe like one time or so, or it wasn't so welcoming. And and it, it makes sense to me why it wasn't. But so it's actually been not that bad. I've been uh, appreciated a lot. And I actually can say the NFT space has been very kind and welcoming and supportive of all my initiatives. Awesome. Yeah. I I think that there is a lot of accepting people in this space and I'm glad that your experience has been largely positive. Speaking of other, you know, creators that you've been interacting with, was there anyone that you were really, really excited to meet um, at VCon that was kind of like a role model to you? Yeah. So, uh, of course, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, like, um, every time, so I, so in school, it's very generic, the things you learn. And so if I'm trying to learn something very specific, I have to go to like YouTube or Google. And so I go on YouTube and Google and there's a lot of people who are trying to like, trying to like tell and sell. And so I was finally able to find or understand NFTs thanks to Gary Vaynerchuk, um, and his videos. And so he really inspired me like all, and I just watched a whole bunch of his content and all of his like interviews and stuff like that. And so I really like him because of the way he explains things and how he is himself. And so I was excited to meet Gary Vaynerchuk. And I I, I was like, okay, if I'm going to meet him, this is probably going to be one of the only times I ever meet him, if not the only time. So how can I make the most out of it? And I was thinking, not a picture like everyone else, which I did get, but like asking him a question, like just one question. And so I asked him, I think the best way to learn about different things is through people's stories. And like, what's the one thing I should take away from his story? And he said to be yourself and double down on it. And so that's like, that was very exciting. And I was happy to meet uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. Wow. That's such advanced thinking because, you know, there were people in line for over three hours um, looking to meet Gary and many of them, what they did was just take a photo. And so yeah. that's so incredible how um, that's how far thinking you are. I was one of those people <laughs> three hours. Oh, really? I thought that since you were featured, I thought that they would like let you meet him backstage or something like that. But uh, no, I didn't speak at VCon, but I, I uh, had to stay in for three hours. Well, it was more like two and a half, but yeah. <laughs> got it. Got it. Well, at least you made the most of it and you got a lot of value out of it. And I don't think that it'll be the last time you ever meet him. I think the next time it'll be a very special one-on-one. That's just what I'm thinking because we really think that you're on the rise. And so, yeah. Um, can you share with us what the one that I pinned, the piece that you pinned, that I pinned um, up on top, it's of the woman crying. What what inspired that? Yeah, so actually when I told my ACL, I tried to come back to school this same week. So like, may, no, I think it was actually a, a couple, maybe three days after I had the surgery. And so when I went back, when I came back to school, like I didn't really tell anyone I was about to have surgery or anything. They just knew I, like, I couldn't play sports or the people on my uh, sports teams knew that. And so everyone, I, like I, I kept getting a whole bunch of stares and stuff. And everyone just kept asking, like, is it okay? I mean, are you okay and stuff? And that just, like, makes me cry more. Like, And then also, like, one of my friends, she was crying one time. And and she was like, 
every she's like everyone keeps asking me if I'm okay and just making me feel worse. And, and I was like, okay, everyone feels this way. Let me just create an art piece so people know this. Um, I don't know if it. I I like like I remember everyone who asked me if it was okay, and I I really appreciate it, but. I had to, I couldn't go to school. I had to go back virtual. I mean, I had to go virtual because I could not take being at school, like, with my injury and it was just hurting a lot. And then also, then I, like, every time somebody, like, it's kind of making my voice change right now. Like, everyone, every time someone said something, it almost, it almost made me cry. Yeah. I'm glad you were able to translate that into this beautiful piece of art. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, sorry about that. But yeah, I just wanted people to know that because I feel like it's something we all experience. Wow, thank you. Yeah, I know, definitely. And sometimes when people ask you if you're doing okay, it actually makes things actually worse. And I, I totally understand that. Um, yeah. Is there any other piece that you feel like you really resonated with that you want to share with us? And if you want to just pin it up on top of the space, you can. Or if you could just describe it, we can figure it out later and pin it later. Yeah, like my, so I have like a lot of different um, one-on-ones and, so the Meyer Parker one of ones are just like I guess the most uh, the experiences that like I I remember the most because they're they just like um they're either like the most recent or they just like all I just always remember it and so um one that I I really like is like um it's called one's environment is is important because I feel like everyone so a lot of people like they they have like bad friends that just like take them down. So you can be a good person, but if you're like put in a bad environment, you can like turn like that. And so I have this piece called one's environment is important. And it's talking about like, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And so what I try and do is like, listen to people who are, I feel like smarter, smarter than me so I can become better. And so actually uh, someone I was related to, they, they like, they're not doing so well. And so they're like, what my friends got to do with me. And so that's what I put on there. And it's it just like, it's like your friends have everything to do with you. And so I wish people would know that. And then maybe they could make better decisions. Like if you, you hang around with people worse than you, that just is going to make you worse. And so just try and hang out with people who are better than you in areas you want to be better in and just people who are good. And so uh, that piece resonated with me a lot. Cause, because also, my father wasn't the best person. And so like I was able to get away from him and our family was able to get away from him and we've been able to uh, be better and more successful and more blessed. So yeah, yeah, that's like one of a piece I like a lot. Wow. Thank you so much, Maya. And yeah, the environment and the five people you surround yourself with is so important. And these life coaches and inspirational speakers are always saying that a flower can't grow unless the soil is good no matter how great the flower is. So I know that, you know, what you shared was so vulnerable and Nick and Ezra, they, they, they definitely want to share some things with you as well. Really quickly. I just want to say, um, that phrase, if you're the average of the five people you hang around with most is something that I've echoed, uh, a lot 
for people that really know me and it it's uh I'm just so impressed like just overall like first off wow like kudos to you for being vulnerable and in, in a space and uh really sharing deeply how your art is resonating and what it actually means and and you know we've we all felt it we uh, and, and I think that that is a mark of a true artist is one that actually can convey those emotions in a real way and I think you've really been able to do that for us today and I think that's absolutely beautiful and is a blessing and I can't thank you enough for it but you know hold on to that the five people you hang around with most is the average of you because that has changed my life in so many ways and the fact that you're even talking about it in an interview at your age is just, I mean, I, we're already, we're all showing so much love to you in our, our back channels, just saying that, you know, I said that Maya is going to take over the world. Um, you know, and I, I, I believe that. So I'll get off my soapbox, but much love to you, Maya. You're, you're an amazing individual. Uh, Ezra, what, what do you got? Um, yeah. So a, a couple of things come to mind, just listening to this interview for the past 20 minutes. Um, one is, is the injury that you had, you know, I, I had a similar injury where I, I broke my ankle. Um, what was it like two months ago, just before I started this job. And, and there's a couple words that, that your story, uh, brings up to me. It's, it's emotion and intuition. And when I broke my ankle, I had a, I had an intuition that that's exactly what I needed in that moment. It sounds crazy, but I, I felt like it was meant to happen. Like me break my ankle and like building back up. Cause I was in a, in a bad spot mentally. I think we all have been at some point. And, and I knew that the breaking the ankle was something that had to happen. So I have two questions. My first question is, did you feel in any way that the injury was, was meant to be, or, you know, if it wasn't meant to be like, did you have a feeling that some good was going to come out of that incident? Yeah, I, I actually, when I tore it, I, and I, and they said I was going to have to get a surgery. I was like, Oh, this is going to be nothing. This should be easy. And I didn't really care. And so I, I never really thought too much about it. But then after surgery, like the first two days were horrible. I was like, Oh my gosh. So why did I get the surgery? And then everything got better. But, um, and then I was able to do NFTs more and I was like, yes, so this is amazing. And I'm able to just do physical therapy like once or twice a week for like a couple hours and stay fit and actually get stronger. But also I can do more of my NFTs and investing hobby. And so I was like, so this is cool. And I really like that. So I didn't, I, I never really thought about like how it was meant to be until I, I got all the success or like the results and stuff. Um, but it was, I was happy kind of, <laughs> and the same thing, like when, uh, I have like these bad pro well, when my parents divorced and I was like, this actually, I, I was thinking like it, immediately when it like got, when they got divorced, I was like, this sucks. But then at the same time, if you look at all the successful people, they had something bad like that happened to them when they were really young. And so I was like, well, I guess I may be successful. And so like, instead of thinking like, oh my God, I'm going to be on the bad trajectory and just be one of the African-Americans that like don't do good in life and do bad things. I was thinking like, actually, when I look at all these successful people, 
they had stuff like this, so I'm probably going to be successful. And so, and that was me at 10 years old thinking that, like, right after the, after the divorce. So, um, yeah, I kind of do have those thoughts as well. I, I have, like, 10 more questions that <laughs> just came from that, but I'll, I'll pick one, maybe two more. Um, you know, with, with, your, with your success at a young age, how do you, how do you navigate that? Like, how do you navigate getting, you know, positive reinforcement all the time? And I think it's so well-deserved. If I were your age and getting this praise, my ego would probably be pretty big. (laughs) Do you have thoughts around like, how do you, how do you balance that? You know, at at this young age, like I, I, and one thing to build on that, I think your curiosity is, you know, 137, our, our motto is stay curious. I think at all costs, if, if you were looking for advice um, from a quote unquote grown up, I'm in the same boat as Nick. I'm quite childish at times. I definitely think you should hold on to the curiosity aspect because it's, I believe it's been serving you very, very well. And holding on to that at all costs is very important. So how do you balance getting positive feedback while staying curious? And is there any advice that someone has given you where you're like, okay, I, I will always listen to that piece of advice. Yeah, Gary Vee's thing where he like listens or I guess he tunes out something basically where he listens to the hate as much as the positivity or something like that. Um, I don't really do that. I listen to the positivity a lot, but then I just think about like negative times so I can stay humble because I know like all the most successful people, they always had to, they were humble and willing. And that's like something I learned in the book, Good to Great, um, that I really like. That's an amazing book, by the way. And um, so I'm, I try and think of neg- that sounds weird, but I try. Is and that think the of, Adam like, Grant book? It's very good. Um, no, it's by Jim oh. Collins. All right, JK. Yeah. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, that's what I try and do. I try and listen to, I mean, not listen to, but like think about like some of the most negative times in my life where I guess a lot of people wouldn't have like praised me or think that I was, I don't know, just like I try and think of negative points or negative things about myself or in my life. And so, yeah. Or negative things said to me, just something kind of negative. Yeah. Thank you again. Thank you for sharing your story and, and sharing your light with the world. I think it's something that the world needs more of. And I think you're, you're, uh, whatever you're doing is working. You know, it's, it's, you're like funneling, funneling information, funneling positivity, and then sharing it back out, which I think is, is part of what makes a great artist is taking those emotions, taking the, the, the feedback and the environment that they've been raised and then sharing it with the world. And I know you've been doing that since you were 13 on YouTube with your, your stocks, you know, learning and sharing. I think that's so good. Just Yeah. And, and about me as an artist, I would say like with NFTs, it's really cool. But like on OpenSea, that's not where you find these NFT artists. You find them on Twitter and Twitter spaces. And, and like I said, like a lot of artists, they were gifted. The best artists are the ones who like can't communicate with words the best. And they were gifted to uh, communicate with their art. And so um, I feel like the best artists like are not going to be the most successful in, in NFTs right now. And it's simply because you have to be able to communicate with words as well. And so you have to kind of be um, good at kind of both right now in the market. And I feel like there's so many more like better artists than me. Um, I just feel like I'm a little bit more well-rounded. And I think that's what's impor- important to be like a balanced beetle <laughs> getting these characters. Um, and so uh, I think that's what, how, how I've been at, like that successful in NFTs right now. I can't tell you how proud of you I am that that uh, you made that 
uh, V friends reference, um, shout out V friends. Um, you have to be a detail oriented Dumbo octopus to, you know, find those opportunities to fit the V friends in convo. So, but sorry, I'll, 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 I'll shut up, but <laughs> I just thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love all the V Friends references. I mean, we have all these V Friends in the audience, so I'm sure they really appreciate that. And we are <laughs> under Gary V's family. So we love the love. Um, I also wanted to ask you about the new media company that you know you're having. It's called the Adaptives. It seems pretty new. Why did you decide to make that? Yeah, so I th- I was thinking like Okay, so NFTs are really cool, and I think art is really amazing, but to, like, challenge what NFTs, like, the new technology could do, like, what are problems that I've had since I was young, and, like, just huge problems, and so, like, how I was saying, like, in school, it's very generic, you get generic information, and if you want to be successful at a young age, you have to... Uh, get more you have to find like what you're good at and then really dive deep into it and so that means i need to get more specific about like the different skills i need so i have to go to youtube and i when i was trying to learn stock stocks i actually got discouraged because it was a whole bunch of ads and youtubers who i found which was promoted to me which was day traders and i was so confused i was like what is this and i gave up but then of course my mom encouraged me to get into it and my grandparents encouraged me to get into it again and so that's why i got into it again and i found Oh, finally a great youtuber and then i listen how i was saying about like you're the average of the five people you hang around the most i try and listen to uh people who i think are really smart try to figure out who who they listen to the most and that's how i can continue to learn the new skills i need in a specific industry and so with the adaptives i'm trying to figure out smart people and then figure out like ask them like uh, if i only had 15 minutes with them what would i ask them and so it wouldn't be very specific it'd be generic it'd be like who are the five people they listen to the most and stuff like that. And so I'm trying to interview them and then just help get the skills that I need. I mean, like learn the different skills that I need. So like if I'm trying to learn about what, like what to do with in the NFT space, I try and find the people who have solved the most problems or the biggest problems and then figure out like the five people they listen to the most and then do the same thing and repeat it. And so that's how, that's what I'm trying to do with the adaptives and then also support them by like, um, selling NFTs, um, so utilizing NFTs to to help them, and so like let it be on bid for like maybe six days. If it doesn't sell, put it for like point one ETH, and so uh, and then give like a percentage of that to the person who uh, allowed me. I mean, allowed me to like learn about their story and ask them questions. And so I don't know. I'm just trying to test NFTs to solve that problem that I had when I was way younger, or just two and a half years younger than now. But um, when I was trying to learn stocks and learn these new skills. And so for people like me who are, who are trying to learn at a young age and start now, just give them the tools that they need by inspiring and empowering them. My, I have to say as well, like I, I can't tell you how, you know, again, proud, but just like partially jealous because I, I just wish I was in that framework when I was your age. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I've gone through that kind of journey you know, kind of later in in high school and whatnot and into college, but like you're doing all of the things that, you know, I did to kind of help change my life. Um, Yeah. Like I'm just, I'm rooting for you on so many levels. I just want to show my appreciation and, and just keep going, keep going with it. It's, it's really amazing. 
I wanted to ask, you know, being in high school and it's such a it's such a formative time and the NFT space is still very polarizing to a lot of people. How do people at your school or people your age feel about you being in NFTs? They must be really confused and do you feel very different having these different interests? Yeah. Um, I guess I kind of do feel a little different because most kids my age are like doing the usual thing, like worrying about like sports and well, the girls about boys and the boys about girls. And so I feel like I have way different interests than most people there, but that's okay because I feel like as they get older, they'll, they'll be a little bit different and have different interests. But, um, also, yeah, so NFT. So I never really talked about my NFT hobby or my stocks hobby with any of my friends. I would just talk about like the other stuff I like. So I like a lot of different things. Like um, I would talk about uh, TikTok because I like doing TikTok dances and then um, the sports I play, which were soccer and track. And yeah. And so but when they found out about the NFT stuff, uh, because like in our, I did an interview and so they all found out about it. And so then they were like, you do NFTs? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, what are NFTs? And so I try and explain it to them. And so some of them kind of just like, yeah, that's cool. Uh, but they don't really like look into it more. And then the other people, they're like, NFTs are like a scam. And they, they make no sense. And they're bad for the environment. And, and then I'm trying to explain like a lot of th- like everything is bad for the environment. And then as well as like Tesla, how they can incentivize a renewable energy for uh, all the transactions and stuff. And so how it could become not as bad for the environment. It's like using sustainable energy. But I don't want to go get into too much into it because that like I'm at school. And so I'm trying to <laughs> listen to the teachers in there as well. But yeah, so those are like the main things. I mean, I guess there was two kids. So there was one of my, they're actually both from my soccer team and they both tried to get into it, but they just got discouraged because of the environment thing. Um, but yeah, I think you also just have to be curious and test out new technologies. Like whenever new technologies come, you should always test it out. And I, I think that's what people should try and do. And I, I, kids are not as motivated because at least the kids I'm talking to, their parents already like give them everything and they're spoiled. And so, um, they may not be as motivated. So, yeah, you have to be a motivated monster. <laughs> have you ever watched the movie King Richard? um no what is it about um it's the one that will smith won the oscar on i watched it like about three times and the reason i wanted to mention it is because it's just so good and it's about um the dad of serena and venus williams and how he trained them to be these tennis legends and stuff and like um they grew up in an area that wasn't so great and he and his daughters were very very motivated to not go down the path that a lot of people went down and basically what he did was just work tirelessly to make sure that they had all these opportunities that they didn't they otherwise wouldn't have they would they were opportunities that were otherwise regularly traditionally given to rich white people and they really created opportunities for themselves by putting themselves out there and they ended up um really just becoming the best of the best against all odds and um it's just such an inspirational story and i i just love that because you know at that time what serena and venus were doing people didn't understand but they were training they were working hard they had their goals and you know the dad i don't know i just i just felt like you would love that movie just based on like all your motivation and your background and your story and so yeah, yeah. 
And I feel like that's very interesting because something I constantly say is like the best solutions and people who create the best solutions are it's through like uh, the most fresh when they have frustrating situations. And that's with people as well. Like if they're in a bad environment and that's like a lot of success stories, they were just like in a bad environment or in a frustrating situation and they just wanted to solve that problem. And somehow they did it through like maybe they did sports or something like that. It's very interesting. I love Serena's story and what they did. I think I watched like a small documentary on it, but uh, I love to uh, learn more about them. Very interesting. Yeah, I'm going to bring up some people who want to talk to you, Maya, because I know that you know, me hogging this space, there's probably a lot of people that want to ask you questions as well as Ezra, who has probably like five more. And me, come on. What, what, what oh, is this? Sorry, I <laughs> I'm here the, too. The detail-oriented dumb <laughs> octopus. <laughs> oh, hey, one more thing though about like uh, V-Friends is like, I think it'd be really cool if Gary somehow would it be able like to share these stories of really cool people and like, they're like a motivated monster, like using those different characteristics they had. So I think that'd be really cool. I don't know. DM me about it. I'd love to see if we can make something happen. Plus Corso is in here and that might be able to, you know, lead me out of discord. Maybe that could be uh Corso could pass the word. I'm just giving Corso tasks at this point. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, let's um if, if you have a question for Maya, request we'll get you up here. Um do a little bit of QA. And then we're working on the PO app towards the end. So we'll give uh the PO app um towards the end. So request and we'll bring you up here. Awesome. So we have Victor up here, I believe. Victor, can you hear me? Good morning. Yeah, I didn't really have a question. I wanted to share what I'm creating right now, but uh, yeah, I appreciate having me. Thank you. Thank you for the honesty. Let's do some Q&A. Appreciate you coming up here. That's a fun part about the NFT space. People love sharing. All right. Realm of Orbana. Hi, how are you guys? Doing good. How are you doing? Got a question? Yeah, I'm really good. Um, I was actually pulled up here super quick. <laughs> I just joined the space. Do you have right a question for Maya? Yeah. I don't. I actually um, came up because I missed the end of what she said because I just uh, joined the space and I was wondering if she could just recap a bit. Yeah, so I was mainly saying like how, um, well, the last thing I said was like how I think it'd be really cool if V-Friends could uh, use the different characteristics they have, like Motivated Monster and Humble Hummingbird and like kind of share their stories of really cool people like Serena Williams with it or just cool people. I think that'd be a cool idea. That would be a pretty awesome idea. Thank you so much for saying that again for me. Amazing. Uh, Sweetcorns, do you have a question? 
Hi. I just wanted to shout out Maya. I'm such a big fan and it's so awesome just hearing from you. Um, I'm so excited. We're going to host Maya on a space this weekend and it's super humbling that like she's down to just come on our, you know, little spaces and here she's getting like the rightful attention she deserves and shout out to y'all for hosting her and just, you know, bringing different voices and people into the space and, you know, taking kids seriously and, yeah, Maya, you're incredible. You know, I'm such a huge fan, but I just wanted to shout you out publicly because you're amazing and you're just just all the things everyone was saying. You deserve all this praise and more. So I just wanted to throw a little your way and I'm excited to, to kick it with you soon. Thank you. And yeah, I love that, like what you guys are doing with 1.37 p.m. and like sharing stories. I feel like we need more stories told about different people who look different and I, I think media companies are so underrated and I love what y'all are doing. Thank you so much. And yeah, I don't believe that kids and adults or whatever age you are, you know more than any other person. You all have things to share and you all have things of value to share as well. So we don't discriminate like that. Awesome. We have two people up here that I know have been listening the whole time and they've highly encouraged Maya uh, before the space. I think they both retweeted this space. So I'm excited to hear um, what book games and Mr. 90s has to say. So Mr. 90s go first and then we'll have book games. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey Maya, how are you? Um, so I met Maya at, um, at VCon and immediately was like, yeah, she's, she's got it. Right. And then, um, you know, just seeing her artwork and everything and had the chance to talk to her a bit. So my question, Maya, is um, as far as, you know, your pulse and what you're following, like who are some of the artists, whether it's NFT space or non-NFT space that you're looking at right now and are inspired by? Yeah. So one, Nyla Hayes, she was actually in here earlier. And so you see most of the women collections or female, just like all female collections, they all kind of look the same, to be honest, just kind of solving the problems in a different way. But Nyla, I really love the art aspect of hers because what she does is she like actually it's so inspirational because it's long necks because uh, she really likes dinosaurs. And so uh, these dinosaurs like I think it's one dinosaur that has a really long neck. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, and so she's like, she use it. She uses the long neck as like a symbolism of confidence of females. And so I just like how she created it, and she created women to be like very and very like confident and very. It feels like they they're just very empowered. And so I think I don't know. I just like the art and how like I really it just because of that and because of how she is and her mom. I met them at. Or I, I met her mom at VCon. And so just seeing them and like how they are in, in the art, it just shows like how they're really just trying to empower um, females in the space. And I think that's really cool. So I, I like their mission. So you see most NFT collections, they don't really have a mission. They just do a lot of generic things and to like cool art, cool vibes. And as well as another thing they do is they, they do a lot of different things. So it's kind of like companies a long time ago, they acquired food companies and then as well as clothing companies and they didn't really have a mission so i love how her her collection is so like goal and mission oriented and i just like uh collections and artists like that i believe the awesome. dinosaur's Thanks, name is brontosaurus <laughs> i think so as well okay we have the poap working if ezra or nick wants to share it I can go ahead. Um, 
Poaps, everybody. Proof of attendance protocol. They're wonderful. They're amazing. And we have one for you today. So what you want to do is download the Poap app on your Apple or Android device on your phone. You want to scroll down to the um, the mint button in the lower right-hand corner and hit secret word. And the secret word for today is create the change, all one word, each word capitalized. So it's capital C, create, capital T, the, capital C, change. And again, you can... Find a, one of the pinned tweets. We actually have an article about it. So if you get lost in the steps, it's all there. You got it. Um, it's all up in one of these pinned tweets. We have an article that outlines every single step. But one last time, I'll just run through the steps really quickly. Download the Pow App app on your Apple or Android device. Hit the lower right-hand corner. Hit Mint. Secret word. And the secret word is create the change. Capital C, create, capital the, T, the, and then capital C and change. All one word, create the change, capitalize each word. Thank you very much. And that is a detail-oriented Dumbo Octopus right there. If you were able to mint, please drop a heart below. Woohoo! Create the change. If you missed it, create the change. Capital C, capital T, and capital C and change as well. We have time to bring up some more people if anyone else has any questions for Maya. Just wanted to talk again about how sincere, thoughtful, vulnerable, mature, and just ahead of your time you are. Just really love speaking with you. And um, we had a spaces with Nyla a couple of months back as well. And I felt the same way about her. Um, but I didn't want to mention it too much because you're your own person as well. But we loved her and um, we loved her art and what it represented. So I'm glad you shared about her. Hi, everybody. Hello, Miss Maya. Hey, everybody. Thank you for having me. If I may, I just want to say shout out. Well, shout out 137 for having us on and for bringing up such an amazing artist for us to learn about. Uh, shout out Miss Maya, man. I've been such a fan of this young lady ever since, uh, you know, she popped up on my timeline talking about I'm determined to go to VCon. I want to do everything in my power to, to help her accomplish that goal. And I like to think I may have helped a little bit, but obviously all props goes to her. Um, because she is absolutely incredible. And so I really loved when I saw my timeline yesterday that 137 was was going to have her on. Um, I think it's really cool. I think um, I'm all for it. And, and I'm here to not only support 137 in whatever way I can, but Maya, if I haven't made it absolutely clear, which I, I hope I have, she's probably annoyed with all the notifications for me by now. Um, but I am I am such a fan. I am a whole fan. Uh, I can't wait to learn from you, my friend. And my question is this, um, you know, I've been in the, in the crypto space for about a year in the NFT space for maybe about three, four months. I mean, more now it feels less, but it may be more like six months. Um, and I'm not, I'm not eager to, to jump into creating my own project. I'm, I'm totally cool with just kind of being here and vibing and helping and adding value where I can. 
and, and just kind of finding my role and learning as much as I can. And so my question to you is just um, what advice would you have for um, someone like me who's in the space, super interested, um, but maybe could see myself creating a project down the line, but I'm not there yet. Um, what advice would you have for someone like like me who who has a passion for the space, but doesn't have that exact passion to start a project yet? Yeah, I would say. Um, so actually, when I each time I got like when I got into NFTs, I learned about it from Gary and I kind of understood it, but I never really got into it until I was pushed by like actually being gifted one. And the same thing when I started creating them, I was like, no, I don't have enough followers for this. And I know it's a supply and demand game. And I don't think I can do this. But, you know, Zachary, again, he was like very supportive and like saying the market is not always going to be like this and you should like bet on yourself and that you can do it. And so I think you always will need encouragement. So I'd say always, I want to be an encouragement. I want to tell you like, you can't always talk or think about it. You actually have to like, that's my favorite thing, create the change, want it. And I uh, also have this quote that I love saying, if you don't like what's at the restaurant, maybe you should become the chef. That's T.C. Stallings. And so if there's like actually really a problem you want to solve or something you want to do or just like create the project that you like, definitely do it. Um, also, I just like to say, though, that like you just have to make sure that you're like doing what you actually would love because it's going to be on the blockchain forever. And so, um, yeah. And, and like I like I like to say is like, just kind of bet on yourself. And I know you may not want to do it now, but I think about it like a workout or at least for me, <laughs> a workout. Like I don't want to actually do the workout, but then once I actually do it, it's way better than I thought. And it's not as bad as I thought. And so that's kind of what I like to say. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I definitely hear that. And in the meantime, I'm have so much fun watching you create and build and supporting you and and of course all our other amazing friends who have their project in here but focus on you miss maya today the focus is on you and i am i'm just i'm so grateful and so excited to see um to see where you go in this space because you're already you're already such a leader you're already such a i hate the word but influencer you're, you know at least to me and so just huge huge thank you to you and um you know we're just getting started let me know if i can ever be of any support to you. And, and that goes for y'all as well at 1.37 p.m. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. Also, thank you for helping me uh, to be able to go to VCon. That was amazing. And it was really great meeting you. Oh, such an honor to meet you. And again, I did I did nothing. I like to think I did a little, you know, my help, my little bit and my retweet and my shout out. But that is all Miss Maya. That is all. <laughs> we need to know you. what you did. You keep saying a little bit. Can you share? I really did nothing. I mean, I saw this this beautiful young lady on my timeline talking about how determined she was to go to VCon. And, and all I did was just decide that I wanted to help her get there. So I was just kind of blasting that post as much as I can. I was sending it out. I quote tweeted it a bunch of times. And it's like, if, if I can't help someone like Maya get to VCon with the, you know, the little bit of following that I have, then I don't feel like I'm doing anything. So I just, I was really grateful for that opportunity. And when I got to meet her at VCon, whoo, man, I was like, it was so impromptu. I just recognized the face and I'm like, oh my God, you're Maya. And she's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm, you know, book games new. Like, I'm so happy to see her. She's like, oh my God. I asked her if I could hug her. She gave me a hug. And it's like, to this day, like one of my favorite memories of VCon. And I just can't wait to, to create more. So just, just thank you. Thank you to Maya for being here in this space and for motivating all of us to be better. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who can't wait to see um, to see where you continue to go and, and grow from here.
That's an amazing story. Thank you for sharing that. That's so cool. I love that you guys got to meet like in real life after you, you know, supported her. And that's just so beautiful. What a rad story. Maya, I got to say, you got you got quotes on deck like you, you, you just you're just like an encyclopedia of wisdom quotes. And I just love it, especially at your age. It, it just it warms my heart uh, to hear it from from uh, an individual like yourself. Yeah, I love quotes. Like I, I just so basically, uh, for example, Brian Chesky, he's the CEO of Airbnb, and I was like, I literally, so I was in stocks, and so I like researched all the founders and stuff, and so I like watched eight hours of his content and wrote down every last thing that I like, and so that's what I do, and so I just like write down like my favorite takeaways and quotes that they say, and I just like remember them and write it down all over my room. Like I have it on my whiteboard right now, and then like all over my bedboard, like I have it everywhere. <laughs> It's very inspiring to me. Is there a top, can I get like a top three quotes, like the top three favorite quotes for you? Yeah. So first, my favorite one is um, one from TC Stallings. It's the one I was saying, if you don't like what's at the restaurant, maybe you should become a chef. Uh, My second favorite one is Invest in the Future You Believe In by Galileo Russell. And I think my third favorite one is from William McDowell, and it's "Live in the present from the future." I don't know. I I like a lot of quotes, but those are, I guess, like a top three. Where did you actually like? Okay, I have a couple of questions. One: Who was that finance YouTuber that you were mentioning that you found that actually was a good one? Yeah, so it was um, financial education Jeremy, and then uh, from him I learned of Galileo Russell, which is my favorite investor of all time. And he's like an amazing anthropologist. Same thing with Gary. And then where did you get, I mean, I, you may have alluded to it earlier, but I'm just curious, where does, do you think all of this uh, curiosity around self growth and improvement really came from for you? Um, I really don't know. I just, I guess like I um, am prepared for like opportunities and I, and I just seize them. And yeah. I don't, I don't know. No, cause well, it's, it will, it, I, I asked this as an exercise for you as well. I mean, like you can take your time answering this because I really think it's an important question like for yourself because it's, it's, you know, I mean, I remember, you know, I had uh, a thing happen in my life where it really changed the trajectory of things. And I was faced with a, with a decision whether or not I was going to, you know, was I prepared like for X, Y, Z to happen? And and the answer was no at that time. So, you know, without getting into details, but essentially, yeah, I I had to face a decision in my life. Was it, you know, was I going to keep being the same or was I going to, you know, based on what was happening to me, you know, what was going to happen? You know, the only catalyst for the change that was going to happen in my life was going to happen for me. And that's what the realization that I came to. So in that, insofar as I've, I've given, you know, my example of it, I'm sure there may be either an event or just like internally within yourself. What do you think that thing is? Yeah. So thinking a little bit more, like I got in stocks when it was COVID. So I, I had way more time and I was really bored. And um, so I, I had more time to explore more things and um, and I saw, so actually, uh, financial advi- one of my mom's financial advisor friends 
actually told us like what stocks to potentially buy. And then, you know, COVID, it actually rebounded pretty fast for the stock market. And I was like, I saw my money go up a lot. And I was like, this is really cool. And so I actually tried to learn more about stocks after like COVID and my money went up. And so I decided to like uh, try and learn about stocks and how to invest in them. And so I guess it's like, I don't know, maybe seeing results, well, seeing results that could happen potentially for me. I, I think I think more so what I was asking was was really like your curiosity in so far. I mean, you don't really see very many people in and around your age looking quoting, you know, all these different great individuals at whatever thing they did. You know, that's 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 like that's outlier behavior that like you are an outlier and and in the best way possible like what what drives you to do that what drives you what oh. drives that curiosity to to explore and 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 learn about these great individuals at whatever they do yeah so when i when i find someone who's like really smart like when i was listening so when i when i see these people it's like it's so rare to find someone so smart and so i just like want to learn as much about them as i can so i just try and consume as much from them as possible and I just like spend hours learning from like these smart people and it's just because it's like so rare and they always have a new perspective and so I don't like have one mentor but I, I learn from a lot of different people and that's how I can get I think in my opinion the most well-rounded perspective so I just try and get as much perspective from so many different people so when I find someone who's smart I just like stalk everything they say and yeah. <laughs> try and learn as much from them you study them and and I wonder, is there like, why though? Like what, what's, what, what drives that curiosity for you? Is it just that you, you recognize the opportunity and you seize it or is it uh, that drive coming from, you know, like, I'm just curious, like what, what, where does that cut? Cause, cause that's not, again, that's not a normal thing. You know, I'm, I'm just curious, like how, where does that come from for you? Yeah, this is a really hard question. I, I really, I, 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 um, I, have no I know idea. it's not I an easy like... one. I know it's not easy. It's <laughs> the reason I'm doing it though, is because I think that like you're, you're at a very interesting point in your life. And, and that is that I see you shooting off as a rocket ship, right? Um, personally and professionally, I've just, you know, I think that's something that you should think on is, is like, what is that driver for you? You know, cause you know, maybe you won't have that answer. Maybe you won't have that answer for years, months, what have you, but um, I believe that that drive, identifying that and what, what actually makes it bigger for you is going to be that X factor that changes your life dramatically, um, moving forward. So I'll leave you, I'll leave you with something to think about, um, in that regard. And also I do want to repeat the, the POAP code actually really quickly. So POAP code for today is create the change, create the change, capital C and create capital T in the capital C in change, all one word, create the change, download the POAP app on your Apple or Android device, hit the lower right hand corner, mint, secret word, create the change, all one word, capital C, create capital V, the capital C change. Um, Erica, I think um, I think that 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 about does it for us today. I mean, I, unless y'all have any other questions, th this has been incredible. Um, 
Maya, you are, you are, you are a very, very impressive individual. Um, just like on, on every level. I mean, you know, irregardless of age, I think that it, you're just an impressive individual and I, and I admire you a lot and I, I'm really excited to see where life takes you for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't even want to say where life takes you because I think that you're going to take life. (laughs) You're, you're going to be able to draw up and make your own destiny. Um, I'm just so, so excited for you, Maya, seriously. Thank you. Yeah, I I hope to do really well in life. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. We will have this Web 37 episode on Spotify and other platforms where you get your podcasts. Thank you so much again, Maya. We have her art pins if you want to check out her one of ones. And we will have more spaces next week. Thank you for tuning in. I think people should, real, real quick, I think people should go to the third to last a third to the left pin and follow the Adaptives LLC to see what uh, Maya does with that series. Um, I believe it just started a couple days ago, right? You kind of announced it and then you're going to be doing more content around that. So if you've enjoyed what you've heard from Maya, you feel the same as we do and you think she's going to do big things. I think that is a, is a great place to, to keep up with the, with the info as well as following the Twitter account that she's on right now. Great, great reminder. Thank you so much. Also, this will be recorded as a podcast called web 37. It's amazing. It's the most wonderful web three podcast ever. Um, yeah, I said it it's that's yeah, I made that statement. Um, it cause it's true and you can find it wherever you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Apple, what have you. Um, you can find it web 37 and we have a newsletter. Check it out. Sign up. It's in one of the pin tweets. Love you all. You're all amazing. Bye, everyone. Peace. Bye.